running beer and bsa podcast where we discuss those things and more i'm flores i'm johnny and this is episode 54 correct i don't even have my notes up yeah episode 54 um we are live at a very special place today john would you like to announce our special place no go ahead i'm drinking (laughs) noctera i'm saying that correct right well we're here at noctera brewing is it brewing or brewing company i want to make sure i get this right do i what is oh brewing 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 Co. co Get that shit right, Flores. We've been here for too long. You should realize this shit already. Um, we only have one extra microphone, so we're going to do some quick introductions. But uh, go ahead. Tell us who you are and uh, a little bit about the place as well. Uh, my name is James, and I'm the director of sales and marketing. Um, you know, the sexy one that all the beer nerds <laughs> want to talk to. <laughs> the, the important one at the place, but I, obviously. I've yeah. partnered up with two awesome breweries, uh, brewers, Brian Duncan and Bruce Vivian. And, uh, you know, we're going to have a full assortment of beers, 10 beers at the opening. We open February 2nd in historic downtown Powell, Ohio. Yep. So we're hoping that everyone will come out and. Oh, they, they better because this place, guys, you know, we've been to a lot of places. This is probably one of the coolest places we've been this to. Is, this is super Just cool like stuff. the way it's set up is you guys are really going to like this. And it's this. big. It's, it's very, big. It's very so big. on opening night when they like pack the house, you won't be like not the butt with everybody. Like you have room to spread out. It's, it'd be nice. Well, maybe if there's a lot of people, it will still be not the butt. Dude, it's a big place. You get not the butt in here and you want to be not the butt. Like you're doing it on purpose. Yeah. You'd really have like, to be pushing it to you're, be not you're the trying. butt in here. You're but. trying. You're like, hey, man, what's hey, up? Hey, you know, that'd be, a good, that'd be a good problem for us to have. Yeah, right, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Brian. Yeah. I love that idea. That is like, yeah, here's a train. Hey guys, I'm Brian Duncan. Uh, I'm one of the co-founders and uh, brewers here at Noctera Brewing Company. And uh, we started this whole thing about uh, four years ago and it's been a process going through it, but uh, we hope to offer some unique uh, beers, ales, lagers, sour beer, kind of everything mixed yeah. together. It's for us, it's kind of a no rules brewing. There's, you know, we, since we're the owners and the brewers, we can brew what we want and kind of be selective yeah. with yeah. it, which is nice. So have a little more. You have to deal with that asshole boss. That's right. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> if you're angry, I'm angry at myself. So. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a beautiful world to live in right there. That is a great world to have. Yep. So, so. yeah, we hope to keep things interesting and make multiple different styles. Awesome. And, but yeah, good stuff. Hey, I'm Bruce Vivian, one of the co-founders and brewers. Um, I'm just excited for everybody to come and see what we've been basically pouring our heart and souls into for the last definite year has been the you know 100 hour plus weeks you know just crazy amounts of work but it really shows and yeah like it said, definitely shows there's a lot really of like so. like i feel like every time i look somewhere new like you notice there's like it'd be a little yeah. thing there's another small detail like in every yeah. corner well, of this place like the, like the bell like yeah I, mean, I walked around in here for however long we walked around here i looked up i'm like i'll be damned there's a big ass <laughs> there's a bell tray. there's a big ass train bell hanging above my head right now <laughs> so let's talk about the first beer we're drinking uh, which one of the guys brewed this? Who's, whose recipe and kind of concoction are we working with here? <laughs> All right, so the first beer you guys got there in front of you, it's called the Dan. So there's a little bit of story behind this one. So oh. um, it, it's kind of its own thing. And since it's a lager, too, it kind of uh, it finishes really crisp and dry. Uh, 
just being what it is. So yeah. it's uh, one of those styles of beer that I think is pretty approachable. If you're like an amber ale drinker, you'll love the Munich Dunk. Nice, nice, and easy, easy, uh, nice and easy at 5%. Nice. Yeah, I'm already geeking out going on untapped. Where I started. There you go. And I apologize to the listeners. Part of that cut out because Flores forgot to get fresh batteries, so he just had to find an alternate power source. So, <laughs> so part of that got cut out. But no, we'll, I like uh, this one. It's it's good. It's scrumptious. Scrumdilly. And it's funny too when we uh, set out to design some of these beers and just our palate in general. Um, we like beers where you can just crush on them. So yeah. a lot of the beers we make and probably will make, I mean, we'll make some really big beers down the road. You know, they're a little bit sweeter, but a lot of the ones we make finish a little bit uh, more dry, uh, yeah. just a little bit easier on the palate. It's just, that's the style of beer we like to drink. It's, you know, sometimes I don't like to have one. I want to have two or three, right. Or, right, right, or a couple. So yeah, <laughs> there's, that makes there's, sense. There's other breweries you walk out after like one, you're like, you're like oh shit, I better yeah. call me an Uber. Yeah, yeah. I'm done. <laughs> like, I am hurting. And sorry again, guys. Gosh, that was that pissed me off. You got it. you. This the problem be, is this will be one of the first ones you've ever actually had to edit. Yeah, sucks. Well, the problem <laughs> is, is it like it flashed like low battery, but it, I used it yesterday and it still had three bars. Yeah. And then so right when I plugged it in, I thought it would just continue recording, and no, it stopped the recording yeah. and stopped everything. And I'm like, all right, did it save that first piece? Yeah. Or did it not? But it did. So. So what do you think? All of the this information one? there. It's good. I like it. It's really good. That will be a, that'll be a solid go-to dunkle right there. Now, are you guys going to have, like, this is going to be on, like, the, the Dan will be on, like, all the time, right? There probably won't be a time where that comes off. Uh, it'll probably come off. Probably every now and then. Like, keep things yeah. the rotational, I don't know, maybe every, every, every other month or so. Yeah. About every other month we'll bring the Dan back for <laughs> the a, Dan. <coughs> I like that. a little action yeah. behind the tap room. So let's go ahead and kind of get into uh, the topic we'll also talk about tonight. That doesn't uh, that way they can continue to focus on brewing when they're trying to brew, and we can talk about what we say to talk about, and that that way we're not like monopolizing them. Yeah. So this episode is going to be a little different than usual. We're not going to go through the the complete rigmarole because we're at a really cool place, and we want to talk about the beer. We want to do that, but we did have a little topic um, that maybe you can chime in as well. Sure, Um, I'd love to. I don't know if there's much of this in mountain biking we didn't get into that let's talk about a little about what you do other outside of uh being an amazing marketing person (laughs) right (laughs) when i'm not focused on beer i like to train for mountain bike races like the mohican 100 and uh some of the the ohio series and some other the national ultra endurance series and those kind of races and uh so i train locally here at elm creek and chestnut ridge and a lot of the state parks around here. Yeah. But I can relate to a lot of like the, the ultra or the running like endurance sport aspect. Right. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. So today we're, we're talking a little bit about pacing and kind of what it takes to be a, a good pacer, if you will. Um, John and I have talked about it a number of times on the show, but we kind of talked about, you know, every once in a while, if you need a good, if you need pacer, that's going to be nice and, and treat you well. John's not your guy. Not that guy. I'm more of the. I'm more. I am a yell at you. You better start moving. Kind of pacer. Right. Like I'll be honest with you, but there there's not a whole lot of like strategy. There's not a whole lot of bum padding. Like I'm not going to get cuddle you. Not be like nice. You're not going to be nice and be like it's okay. Just it's okay. Keep going. It's like eat this and shut up and run. Yeah, I've been there. I know what. I know that it hurts. You know, like That's why you signed up. Right. Because you want it to hurt. So. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I did like a bunch of six-hour races with the mountain bike, and it's like yeah. basically 
10 mile laps, you do as many laps as you can in six hours. And it usually ends up being about like six laps for yeah. me. And um, basically it's like the whole thing is pacing because they say go. And for some reason people like just sprint off the line and yeah, you're like, yeah. where are you going? Yeah. 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 Hey. We have five hours and 59 more minutes. Yeah. To slow down, bud. <laughs> yeah. This is going to hurt if you don't slow down. Yeah. And so I purposely, I go slow and I go off into the woods. Yeah. Probably in the bottom quarter of the pack. You know, just and I'll I am going so slow and easy on that, and I'll come up behind someone. They're like, "You want to pass?" I'm like, "No, thanks." Yep, no, yep. I'm we'll talking about that in about thirty miles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I'm ready to pass you, I'll you let you know. know. And I, it was definitely this thing where the first lap was easy, second lap was easy, third lap I'm starting to feel tired, fourth lap, oh yeah, I'm tired. Yeah, fifth lap, same speed, but pain. Sixth lap, agony. You know, it's yeah. Just like, yeah. But it's same speed the whole time. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, man, that, that makes sense. So our goal is to hang out here long enough to get him to sign up for Mobile One Hundred Run. run. <laughs> <laughs> like that's that's what that's that's what we've transitioned to. I wouldn't be able to walk for like a week. That's all right. That's yeah, okay. You're not supposed you, to be able to walk for a week to. after a week. <laughs> that means you did it right. When you, yeah, when you when you can't walk, you just rub the buckle, and it makes everything feel so it much makes better. Everything better. Oh uh, well, this this weekend I had a mountain bike race at Chestnut Ridge as part of Central Ohio Mountain Bike Organization's Winter Series. Okay. And I was on the phone when I was packing my car. I drove um, from my house about 30 minutes. I'm like around downtown, which is like halfway there. I get off the phone with my grandma and I look in the rear view mirror. I'm like, I forgot my bike. Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm looking at the clock and I'm like, I don't have time to go back home and get my bike. This seems like such a waste. What am I going to do? And I'm like, maybe somebody at the venue has an extra bike. And so, like, I just drive to the venue, and I'm, like, walking around the uh, parking lot, and I'm like, does anybody have an extra bike? And, like, of course, nobody has an extra. <laughs> yeah. It's a fat bike series. so you. Oh, yeah, you just have an extra one. Yeah. Nobody has an extra fat bike. <laughs> and so I'm like, man, I hate that I went all the way here. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to run it. There you go. And so... I put on my bike helmet. Because <laughs> <laughs> safety. Had my bike jersey on. That my is bike, great. My bike tights. And, uh, and I lined up next to the, like, all the biker, bikers. And um, they said go. And I just started running. Yeah. And I was just, you know, like jogging along. But the thing is, is like the conditions were so horrible. Yeah. Like there was in the back half of the thing there's all this mud and mountain bikes are sliding all around people can't keep them upright and so running it i actually did not finish last (laughs) (laughs) that is great because in those really hard parts where some people had to like run their bikes yeah i could just run yeah Yeah. Yeah. you were still running (laughs) that being said i was sore for three days straight how long was it uh, it was about nine miles yeah. in the mud and up yeah. and down hills and stuff. Where, where is this? Uh, where is this trail at? I don't know this one. Uh, Chestnut Ridge is a metro park uh, just south of Canal Winchester. Oh, okay. And it's um, the trails organized by the Central Ohio Mountain Bike Organization. Okay. But you probably didn't hear about it because, like, uh, runners aren't allowed on this trail. <laughs> it's for mountain bikers only. Um, but uh, you know. <laughs> You guys there's good about, reason for that. You right. guys know about the ill will. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's reason that uh, keep those filthy runners off the mountain yeah. bike yeah, trails. Yeah. But, uh, it's like something happened. <laughs> I feel like we may have, 
Yeah. It's maybe been referenced. Yeah, uncomfortable. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You guys got to talk because I got to pour you another okay. beer. All right. All right. Perfect. So, so pacing. So, so, um, so I'll tell you, um, we've discussed pacing in the past. In, in do we want to just bit, go through the list or do we want to talk? Yeah, let's, let's, okay. So I say we just go through the list because it'll keep us on list. track. Do the list. Because that's how yeah. we, get, we, get, we get off track so much. So the first one, we found an article that kind of talks about how to be a good uh, ultra marathon pacer. And the first thing on the list was talk to the runner ahead of time and, and talk to them about their needs. No, that's that's pretty legit. I yeah. remember when I signed up for my first uh, my first hundred. Um, when I signed up for my first hundred, um, Chad Hild actually had like this unbelievable like. And anyone knows Chad, this will absolutely make sense. He had this unbelievable set of like documents that just outlined every single thing that not only his pacers but his crew would need to know about him. Oh wow! And. And, and it even had, like, to the point where he had, like, okay, every time I come in and I see you guys, I want these questions asked. And he even told. I think like, I remember you telling yeah, me about this. It was crazy. And I remember he gave this to me, like, here, man. Like, just as, and I remember being absolutely blown away, like, well, fuck, I just want to make sure I'm alive. Right. Like, like, <laughs> like some of this like, stuff. Just like, just make sure my heart's still beating. Yeah, I'm like, man, and there's send a me lot back of out. information here. Huh. But, no, it is important to – to have that discussion with your pacer or the pacer have it with the runner um, because people are different. I mean, it's, it's anything from like, you need to know if the person's on like uh, heart medicine, right? That's going to come in handy when you're trying to cram electrolytes down their throat. Right. You need to know why, you know, yeah. why stuff's going Hey, here's another medicine. caffeine tablet. Yeah. Yeah. I can't do that because my heart won't take it. <laughs> I will explode. Yeah. This you is, know, this so is yeah, actually no, a problem. Absolutely. That, that, that first one is insanely important. Yeah. It, it feels like, very much common sense, but should be noted. Yeah. And then I'll put two of these together because I think they kind of run together. Uh, it says take the responsibility seriously and then don't show up unprepared, um, which I think makes total sense. Cause like when I paced you, it was more or less cause you needed someone, yeah. not cause you really chose me and it kind of talks about it yeah. further down, but you could, you just actually needed someone. And I was not prepared to run Mo. The no. first time I ever ran Mo was at night for 24 miles kicking Every kicking every route, route that I saw the and then giggling each time. <laughs> yeah. I would was, hit it. I would hit it. That like, was so <laughs> annoying. He's <laughs> like, I'm 60 something miles in. I do not want to hear this shit right now. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was not in the mood. Like it was, it was a weird, it was a weird dynamic where like, I was super appreciative of him being there. But like every time he kicked a route, like I, that appreciation went away. <laughs> I'm like, bro, if you kick one more fucking route, I'm going to cut your goddamn feet off right here, <laughs> right here, right now. I'm going to murder you. Like, I cannot listen to you kick another route. Yeah. Like, I've been out here for 60 plus miles. You were like five miles in yeah. and you've kicked 10 more routes than I have. Yeah. But on the flip side of it, I did take my responsibility seriously. You did take your responsibility I, I, I made serious. sure I, I slept. I made sure I was eating. Yeah. I, you know, I tried to make sure that I was doing the best I could given the circumstances of I me have, not doing that. I would be super stressed I, as a runner. I would be insanely stressed if I knew that I had picked a pacer that wasn't as diligent as me. Right. Like, right. Like if I had picked somebody who's like a little more like laid back and like nonchalant about it, that would be freaking me out the entire time. Like one of my greatest fears, I think when on a, on a, on a ultra like that is to come into like the aid station where you're supposed to pick up your pacer and they're not there. Yeah. Like that would be, Horrible. Who did that happen to recently at Mo? Was it Mo? Someone came in. And you're like, "Where's your pacer?" And you're like, "I'm not." It wasn't you. It was someone who else. Was like, that? I'm ahead of them. I remember that conversation of, "Yeah, yeah they're it? not here," and I have no idea, and I'm going to keep going. 
We watched it happen to. Um, we watched it when I was out at Western States with Dave Wells. We watched it happen to a. Uh, a re- I wouldn't. I don't think she was an elite runner, but she was really fast. Oh, it was a run from. She beat her crew there. Yeah, and um, she was less than happy. <laughs> I mean, she was. <laughs> I can imagine. And it wasn't even. It wasn't a pacer. It was her whole crew. So like, she didn't have anything. It was. There was a film of one of the. Uh, I yes. Think the film is where it was. Uh, what, that was also Billy, Western Billy States. Film, but it was also Western States where she had beat him, and she's like, yeah, "I have nothing." She almost cried. Yeah. And then she cried the next aid station. She cried a lot. Yeah. All right. What's this? Yeah. Next. All right. Break. All right. This is a. Uh, this is one of my favorites, but yeah. hey, I'm biased. All Noctera beers are my favorites. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is our Terra Noir Baltic Porter. Is one of the brewers here to give yep, some right notes here? Is it? Is it? Is oh, okay. Bruce, Bruce, you got to get over here and tell them about Terra Noir. Uh, I love this beer. It's a lager. This is delicious. Most porters are ales, but this one is a lager. Here, Bruce, tell them about it. All right. So, Terra Noir is uh, a Baltic porter. So, uh, family history. I'm, you know, Scandinavian. Baltic porters are, you know, made in Sweden, Finland, around the Baltic Sea. So, they were to compete with Russian imperial stouts. Okay. Like, Saw these beers going by their ocean, going up to Russia, and said, we can make a big, strong, dark beer. That's awesome. So um, I set out to make this beer as a Christmas beer originally and then uh, entered it in, like, a Christmas beer contest. This was my first, like, big homebrew win recipe. Yeah. So um, it uh, – So this one? That, yeah, that, that nice. one won. Nice. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, so it was at Buckeye Brewcraft. It's like a homebrew shop in Uptown Westerville. He has – Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Contest. Guy's awesome. He was a big, you know, help in the early years of us doing all this stuff. So, but yeah, it's great beer. It's I nice am chocolate coffee kind of notes, and I am stunned to see this is coming at seven point two. Yeah, this thing will fuck you up. <laughs> <laughs> that is like, there is none of that seven. No, two in this there. is this is a little too smooth for seven. Yeah, two. this thing is like yeah. Pal, pal's, pal, police is sitting down at Liberty. Like, come on, baby. Like, I know you hit. I know you hit at least three Just of those. Sit along the train tracks yeah. and try to catch the I next one. Had three of those noirs. Come so, on so down. Obviously, here. you heard Brian call our beers drinkable. Like, <laughs> yeah. That continues. Yeah. The next one's even stronger, and it's even more drinkable. So. Uh, <laughs> crazy. Like, that's I, gonna, I, this one is. This is yeah, I mean, it doesn't have some crazy mouthfeel to it. This one is not done yet. Okay. That's one. That, this beer I just transferred into the tank. That was the oh, coffee like, version. Ooh, you're not going to like this. <laughs> I'm going to let you know right now. You're not going to like this. So, yeah, this beer here is made with uh, local coffee roasters uh, from Jennings Java. Uh, they uh, roasted these beans for us uh, for this batch. So I'll let you try, but you're not going to. Uh, that uh, got tons of fucking banging. That thing is awesome. coffee ooh. aroma. It tastes like you just opened your face over a big uh, bag of freshly... Dude, that is roasted coffee beans. Crazy good. That's not Without bad. all the burn, it's got more of like that cold brew smoothness. Yeah, exactly. yeah. So Just the beer you drink in the Baltic port. It's a great base. So, well, down the road we'll do. Um, yeah, we'll uh, yeah. we'll actually probably do a barrel aged version of that. Yeah, we got some other uh, things in the the working. I'm not gonna say. Yeah, no, no, no. Yet with this uh, coffee beer, that's gonna be <laughs> yeah, that a very is... very new thing to Columbus. So, ooh, there it is. Look at that tease. Look at that tease. He's not even the marketing guy. Like, like he just dropped some tease knowledge on the marketing. Hey, man, come on. This is, this is the first beer we brewed, and come on, we're bringing it, right? Yo, for sure, that, for sure. That, that coffee beer. Like, I mean, we'll, we'll, say it, we'll say it a ton of times more. February 2nd. Yeah. February 2nd, yeah. <laughs> February 2nd. I, what do I, I got I to check the calendar. What day of the week so, is that? 
That's uh, next it's a Saturday. Saturday. It's Saturday, next Saturday. Not this February second at noon. Yeah. Yeah. So that'll be well. This episode comes out next Tuesday. Next, so so it'll be like this upcoming days. Saturday. Like four days to get yeah. ready because I already checked that. Make sure. Yeah, I knew it was yeah. going to be. I knew it was going to be go before. Ahead, like, you guys hear this on Tuesday? Go ahead and just get on Google Calendar and block that out. You will want to be here. I don't. Uh, I actually Tuesday's I, open or set the second is open for me. I so. actually feel so. That coffee will not be available though, will it? Yeah. Oh, you guys are lucky. It I'm telling you guys, you gotta get the coffee one. That that thing is. I mean, so far they can't go wrong. No. Yeah. No, but that coffee <laughs> thing I, that makes you, I, I want to drop my panties over that coffee. But that thing is crazy good. Hey, hey, I, you know, I know I'm biased, but there's a reason why I tracked Bruce and Brian right? down. I said, yeah. let yeah. me be a part of this, guys. You guys are brewing <laughs> awesome beers. Let me come out and let play. Yeah. Can I play? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I, we're really proud that's of what really we've good. come up Dude, with so far. I'm just trying to enjoy it. And I, I think, you know, we can only only get better. Well, oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. So. Yeah, yeah. 100%. What's funny is I, I will admit, so when when – when we start looking here, they're like, yeah, we like IPAs and we like sours. And my mind went immediately to like, okay, this is what I'm going to expect when we come here and start trying these beers. You're going to see neon stuff on the walls. <laughs> <laughs> Here's what's crazy. <laughs> they're going to change what your perception is. Oh, yeah. Like whatever you think you're getting ready to have because it's a pale ale or an IPA or a lager or whatever. They're going to change that. Like you're going to be thinking you're going to get one well, thing. Well, you, you said with this porter too, it's brewed like a lager, right? Yeah, Not most ale. porters are ales, right? But Baltic porters, because of where they were brewed, they use lager yeasts. Okay. S- yeah. So with uh, <laughs> with the Baltic porter, it's cool because you get a little bit more of the uh, chocolate and roasted notes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That come through, but it doesn't like finish sweet. Right. It kind of dries out a little bit more with the lager yeast. Yeah. That's something, too, that we really want to try and beyond just, like, the IPAs and sours is really kind of push the lager envelope a little yeah. bit more than what okay. people are here in Columbus. So, for us, it's uh, there's a lot more cool things out there in the lager world that people aren't doing here as yeah. well. So. Well, like we talked about earlier, a lot of people, I, we notice it here in Columbus as well, is the IPA scene is just, like, how bitter can you make my mouth? Like, yeah. the IBUs through the roof for just no for no real apparent reason because the taste isn't there you you're basically just like well anything i drink from here on out it has no flavor yeah because i can't taste anything yeah. anymore so it's interesting i can't remember so you'll be the perfect person to attest this or confirm or deny this if you really want to see a brewer's skill set right you want them to brew like a lager or a pilsner or something like that because there's not a lot to hide behind, right? Yeah, that's true. When you have a beer that's, uh, say, like a pilsner or a hella, something like that, it's uh, there's nothing to hide behind. There's no additional hops. And, yeah. like, the the flavors from the lager fermentation, if it doesn't go through a full lager fermentation, actual, like, rest and the full lagering afterwards, a lot of those off flavors show up if you don't do that process. So, so what a lot of people are doing, the reason a lot of people want to bang out IPAs is it's because... It's quick. It's like a 14, they can, they 14 days quick and days. fast really yep. and then if it's fucked up it's all hidden behind it's like all this, hidden it's all yeah. hidden behind like your jaw being tingly on the back <laughs> yeah. like you're like hey, yeah it's hoppy right yeah, I mean, <laughs> one of our one of our go-to like core beers is a hellish lager called yeah. trail break trail break right. and uh that was the third beer that we brewed we don't have it on tap but we have it we can pour it out of the tank back there for oh, you. Oh, that would probably suck straight out of the tank. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if we have to. I mean, <laughs> shit. Uh, yeah, but so, I mean, I mean, you can taste the Hellas for yourself and, you know, see what you think. It's definitely got, like, a nice lighter 
mouthfeel and crisp taste to it. Yeah. And, I mean, I, I think it's awesome. I drink it all day. Yeah. I, I, I just – it's funny because we were talking earlier about what's your favorite kind of style of beer, and I'm like, oh, I like Imperials. Tell you what, I have to, to jump on that old Baltic bandwagon, you know, man. Baltics are interesting to me because sometimes they're just like a little too dry, like on the back end. But this is like that roastiness on the front definitely like helps balance that out, I think, a little bit. But I've had like hit or miss with Baltic sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to jump on a bandwagon. Well, because yeah. Kayla, Kayla's a big, my wife's a big Porter fan. So like anywhere we go, if it says Porter, she's getting it. Oh, yeah. And so that's kind of the... That's kind of the take on it. Well, I think. bring her in here. Oh, Let her try this one. Don't out. worry. So <laughs> you'll see us on uh, Saturday. <laughs> oddly, oddly enough, talking how long, about how long of a run do you have on Saturday? I'm just running from my house. I actually have ten. That's a very dangerous route. That's a very dangerous route. Oh, I actually only have ten. Here comes that Hellas Lager. Yeah, yeah. Off the tank. So. Yeah. Yeah. So Hellas Lager, it's like a little more multi version of a Pilsner, less hops. So you still get the. This one here is made all with all German malt and all German hops. So, okay. it's, so we're trying to stick pretty true to style on that. So uh, we did throw in a, a hop at the end. It's called Sapphire. It has a slightly citrus note to it. Okay. So it's uh, supposed to be like a very light, easy, drinkable yeah. 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 lager. So. Ooh, yeah, you can get in trouble on that That's one. good. <laughs> I was just in Munich, what, three months ago, two months ago? Hellas was, was all I was drinking. Yeah. Yeah. I think this is like the perfect post run beer. I mean, you know, it's just oh, like yeah. super, super that yeah. thirst and like, you know, it it's is got thirst, that, it thirst that quenching. Little bit of like, yeah, you get yeah. Yeah. For sure. That's doable. So that's one that we're going to have in cans. So we're going to have a canning line. There it is. Uh, yep. It'll be it'll be up and running, hopefully within, you know, a couple weeks. I mean, we're not making any promises, yeah, but yeah. Trail Break is one of our core beers, and that'll be available in six packs. Dare I say Trail Break takes the place of uh, Hilltop? That's good. <laughs> I mean, that's one, you, be- that's one you would just keep in the fridge, and, like, anytime you just yeah. wanted an easy drinker, especially, yeah. like, yeah. yeah. Do it. Full long I just, beer. Yeah, yeah. I just need that in pounders. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Well, you can come in and pick up a growler. We'll yeah, yeah. You, you can enjoy it that way too. Yeah. Are you guys so you guys ain't do growlers, howlers, yeah. and all that kind of stuff? Are you planning on doing like the can thing or? Uh, I think at first we're just going to do growlers since we do have a canning line and we'll have a lot of these beers even available. Yeah. You know, once we uh, get that up and going, you can be able to take six packs home. Gotcha. And we're even talking about doing some of our small one-offs, even just packaging some of that, so people do have that available and nice. going the growler route. So. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. We might upgrade down the road. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're going to specialize in sours. It's going to be a big thing for us. Initially, out of the gate, we only have, um, well, we're going to have three sours on opening day, but they're kettle sours. So they're not the kind that are barrel aged. Okay. Um, you basically do it in the boil kettle and you let it sit for about like 12 to 36 hours and let it sour up and then you boil it and kill all the stuff that's in there, but you're left with that sour flavor. Interesting. And then you send it in to be fermented, but it's not like a barrel aged sour. And, but we are going to have those. We have a full barrel aged sour room where it's just gonna be full of barrels and those will take up to a year. Right. And so it's like, yeah, we can't have those on opening day, but that's something to look forward to at the first anniversary party. Yeah. Yeah. Now, so in case, in case you guys weren't listening attentively enough, first off, shame on you for not listening very attentively, but if you (laughs) missed it, yes, 
they have their own room. Yeah. For sours. Specifically for like, sours. There's a room that is like quarantined off. Like it has its own HVAC. It's like off by itself. So they don't have to worry about contamination and like that. Um, these guys are like mad scientists. They really like, are. They, have, they literally have a lab back there where yeah. they're working on like yeah. beakers and stuff. Yeah. And <laughs> I, did, I, did, I did see something <laughs> floating around in a, like, <laughs> like a vat. No, but it's just, it's just crazy. Like, yeah. Well, Brian has a biology degree. Uh, okay. So like his, like his passion, Bruce and Brian, the way they work together is like, Bruce is more of like the hot side and Brian is the cold side of the brew house. Okay. So Bruce is doing more of like the mash tun and the boil kettle at brew day. And then Brian is more like the fermentation tanks and conditioning tanks and the yeast and uh, the gotcha. vegetanomyces and lactobacillus and stuff like that. The more bi- biological type and so activities. We're starting from day one with a lab and we'll have like quality control and we'll be propagating a lot of our own yeast and, Protanomyces and lactobacillus, and you know we'll have a lot of control over that. We're going to build like a cool ship and try and do some like wild beers, yeah, where we capture a taste of the night air from <laughs> from here in historic downtown Powell, Ohio. That is awesome. <laughs> so you said you're in marketing, no? <laughs> I, you know, I, I, I love it. I geek out on it. Like I couldn't brew a beer to save my life, yeah. but like, I just, I love these guys yeah. and like what the, their vision for it. And so it's like, I don't even feel like I'm selling it because it's just like, well, yeah. I'm just proud to be a part of it. Absolutely. Right. Now before, before Noctera, how long did you know these guys? Maybe a month. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay. That's awesome. Okay. No, I, I wanted to get involved in a brewery and I, um, I found them through the Ohio Craft Brewers website. Okay. I said, hey, I want to come out and check out your facility. <laughs> Did they run you through the ringer? Like, make sure, like, you got to make This guy knows his shit. Make sure he knows, like, he needs to understand what he's getting ready to sell here. They, they made me uh, draw up, like, a marketing plan. Nice. I was like, are they just going to steal this from me and go market yeah. it? <laughs> They didn't want to use Fiverr, so they just grabbed you instead. Like, uh, can you make a business plan for <laughs> that us? That is awesome. No, but I used to do the Better Beer Authority um, vlog on YouTube with, yeah. like, 12,000 subscribers. I became really passionate about beer. And um, so, you know, it's just, like, I, I learned, like, through that, like, what yeah. the beer nerds like. Yeah. yeah. Stuff well, that's, like, like the that. weird thing with us is a lot of people will talk to us when we do – when we meet people and stuff like that, they'll try to like talk to us about beer stuff. I'm like, Oh, we don't know sh- much shit about it. Like yeah. I tell you what I like, what I don't like. Yeah. Like I know and that I know- tastes like assholes. Yeah. That's really good. Yeah. That's really good. That's, that's, like, that's, it's, that's it's, the, that's my beer knowledge. It's so funny. Cause when we were talking about the, uh, what beer with the, well, the first beer we had, I think he's talking like, yeah, you'll get the, the, the toasty breadcrumbs. I'm like, yeah, yeah, and it's good. And it's good. Like, <laughs> like it's so funny. Like, I'll be on Untapped. I'll be like scrolling through like the little flavor profiles where you should be looking for. I'm like, uh, it's it's sweet. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, that's the. Like, uh, everything else, like, like I'm yet to like. I can. I, I I think if I tasted piney, I think if I tasted piney, I would know it. But it always cracks me up when I see it. It always cracks me up when I see it on Untapped because I'm like. Who the fuck went out and chewed on like a fucking pine needle to know what piney exactly is? Like, who what, does this? If like, you what, taste piney, you know piney. <laughs> what about, yeah, well, speaking of piney, <laughs> do you want to tell about it, Brian? Is, is this it? 
No, so the one you're drinking there, that yeah. one's called uh, Scioto Coast. Okay. Uh, so it's a double IPA that uh, Bruce came up with. It's kind of one of those things. It's not East Coast, not West Coast. It's our Midwest IPA. Okay. It's got about 120 pounds of honey in it. Uh, it's got uh, Columbus, um, Amarillo, and Mosaic hops. So it's just supposed to be uh, just kind of easy drinking, yeah. you know, right in the middle of the road. That one there, it's 8.5%. I was like, that's when you said yeah. double it, I was like, you sure? Because yeah, so, <laughs> that's way too smooth. Yeah, so it's eight and a half percent. Just that's also going to be one of our flagship beers as well. So what's, the, a, what's it called again? Uh, Scioto Coast. Scioto Coast. Coast. I like that. It's right there. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> we got Scioto sidetracked though. We were going to tell you about our piney surprise. Uh, yeah. So we actually have another beer. It's in that tank right there. It okay. is a uh, single IPA. It's called Tree Well. So when you're you know skiing or snowboarding the, the well of the snow right by the tree so okay uh it's uh, actually a white pine ipa it's got uh what 12 pounds of 13, 13 pounds of uh white pine needles in it so you get these like crazy <laughs> resinous flavors but it's like this earthy resinous note not just like astringent and then it's got this slight like citrus flavor behind it that huh. the pine needles so we'll, we'll let you guys try that one here in a bit sweet <laughs> yeah. yeah they yeah. don't know a piney <laughs> first there i'm like have I'm you never sorry. had a piney type beer i, I mean I th- I, i'm sure i have right i've tasted where literally like i'm like oh i've played in the woods before that's what it tastes like like you're, I mean, you're about to chew on some pine tree <laughs> i mean like it's spikes like i'm like okay like so He's going to like it. We're going to see him on the trail just, like, gnawing on go, shit. Well, like, <laughs> here's what's funny. So, like, okay, so many moons ago, many, many moons ago when I was in the Army, we used to haze guys, like, when you were allowed to haze guys. and <laughs> Well, not that you were allowed to. When, that we it, actually, it just wasn't. I, what's crazy is in four-plus years, I only got in trouble for it once. But that doesn't mean you were allowed to. I mean, it was accepted. <laughs> and, and really, I think I only got in trouble. I got in trouble because I shaved one eyebrow off the kid. Oh. Like, I left one on and one off, and I thought that was hilarious. Because, <laughs> like, now the kid has to decide, fuck. Do I take it off? Do, do I, I take, take the other one off, off or look, look like this? Do I look crazy or do I look really crazy? <laughs> so I was like, this is fun. In my drunken stupor, I'm like, this is the most fucking diabolically genius thing I've ever done in my life. But anywho, part of our hazing we used to do is we used to take, I was down at Fort Bragg, we used to take dudes flip them upside down and push them all the way up trees and make them wrap around trees and hold on tight. Okay. So they're upside down, like sliding down the trees. We used to call it koalifying. <laughs> <laughs> so down in Fort Bragg, you have, a, yeah, down, down in southeastern North Carolina, you have a, like those like piney, yeah, like yeah, whatever yeah. the fur trees are, yeah. right? So you guys would get down, like their faces would be all like tore up, like sappy, you know, like, yeah, uniforms had sap all over it. So I remember playing in the woods in North Carolina. You couldn't touch any tree because right. you'd just be like, "This is this is yeah, disgusting." Yeah, I, I now have sand and pine needles yeah. all over the place. That's where I also learned ticks build nests and pine needles. <laughs> Do not use them as pillows. <laughs> <laughs> it is really bad. So uh, well, I have two things. Um, one, you told me before the show you don't really care for IPAs. Right. So are we torturing so you with this one? <laughs> so here's torturing what's funny, you with but this I really one. like it. <laughs> so I, I, you might even say I drink them like, hmm. like I'm like, son of a bitch, I gotta do it again. <laughs> like it's it's like it's it, it, it. Here's what's even crazier. It's a it's a double IPA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's totally drinkable. That sweetness of the honey and stuff like that comes through though. Can you get it? I yeah. Yeah, Bruce Vivian, he brought it with this one, man. Yeah, this That's is good. Beer. This is really good. 
So, hey, but yeah. if, if you want to learn more about the White Pine IPA, yeah. Brian shot a cool video that's on our Facebook page okay. of him, like, in his yard picking pine needles and stuff. Oh, shit. And then we brought the pine needles back here. <laughs> and we had we had Evan. We had Evan back there picking pine needles, and Dustin was back there picking pine needles. And that I was is back there awesome. Picking, was, All right, we'll oh. put that in the show notes. We'll yeah, make sure we, we link gotta, that over We got to get that video on there, which is, like, people picking pine needles. So No, but, I mean. I mean, I I know this is becoming a running joke on the show, but <laughs> God damn it! And, and so and so in full disclosure, and we like you said, we were talking about this before. My one of my first exposures to IPAs was like years and years and years and years ago, back when brewers were like, "Oh, it's an IPA; it's got to be bitter as fuck," mm-hmm. and and I could make the back of your jaws tingle, right? And and if for ever since then, I've just had head trash about what an IPA is. So every time I hear IPA, I'm fully expecting like my tongue and my mouth to be all numb and tingly. Um, and that's why I say I don't like IPAs. Yeah. And then every fucking time like, yeah. I, I come across an IPA that's done well and, and, and hasn't been like blown out, you know, and where they, they know what they're doing. Well, like bringing it back to the theme of the show, pacing, you almost need a pacer. Mm-hmm. To keep you on track with this one, right? yeah. Dude, yeah. this one will. You don't want to go out too fast, right? With this one. <laughs> so yeah, and that's so, what, it's funny because we've been slamming the other ones, and this one you just see over, just like we're gonna take our time yeah. with this one. Well, you instantly recognize it too. Like, nope, nope, <laughs> nope. We're gonna pull. I see what you did there. Yeah, I see yeah, what yeah. You we're did gonna there. pull that back a smidge. No, we can arrange a pacer for you though. Yeah, yeah. So you want like an aggressive guy? Like, come on, man. Well, so it, what's funny is like that's, it is funny because like so um and I don't know. You know, wait, so I, I have done, I, I did a race, uh, out West and, um, I was all the way feeling bad for myself. I was like, yeah. we'll talk about me. his humble brag after. Cause he doesn't want to talk I, I, about I it. Like, I was like, Oh, woe is me. Woe is me. Woe is me. Like I just, I was just fucking miserable. And the guy who was pacing me just was like, Hey, and, and this is not an exact quote, but it was essentially this shut the fuck up. You're doing great. Like everyone back in Ohio is cheering for you. Just, just shut the fuck up. And I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah. And yeah. It, it was what I need. I, I just yeah. needed someone to like basically fucking hit me in the mouth and tell me yeah. to shut the fuck up. What? So Good. we go down the trail. We're 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 running down and we're, I mean, shit. We're probably not even another mile down the trail. He's like, hey, Johnny. He's like, uh, am I being a dick? Was it was I a dick right there? And uh, yeah, you were. And what's funny is he got mad at me for saying he was being a dick. He's like, oh, I'm not trying to be a dick. I'm just trying to let you know. And I'm like, no, 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 no. You, you misunderstood. Yeah, I need I that. I need you to be a dick. Yeah. Like, I, otherwise, I'm going like, to sit here and keep singing woe is me stories. Like, you right. just, like, treat me like shit. You know, like, yeah. let me know that I'm being a punk. Let me yeah. know that I'm crying and I don't need to be crying. So uh, it is funny because that's, that's what I need. And it comes up with that in this list as well. I, we're not going to hit most of this list because the beer is too good for uh, us to really. This list. Well, Let's there's a, there's a, there's a few things that. <laughs> <laughs> that's what the show is going to turn. We just it's going to running beer and BS, but it's just beer and BS now. Yeah, fuck. Running beer, <laughs> BS, and more beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And beer again. It, it, the 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 show has become notorious for like this is our core topic and then and just derailing. Yeah, like <laughs> hey, the train is derailing. There we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we just theme. named a beer. <laughs> <laughs> the derail, the derail. Uh, yeah, that's your triple IPA. Yeah. Um, so there's a few ones that talk about like offering moral support, kind of like you said of like, you know, you're doing well, but you can offer moral support in like two different ways of just like, no, get your shit together. Stop being a pants and just go, yeah. Yeah. just do it. The one that I really liked from this list was don't complain. 
as the pacer. So it says one thing. (laughs) It's one thing to share your experience with the runner, but what a climb is not what they want to (laughs) hear. No, no. Uh, Kudos. Whoever put that list together has ran a hundred before. Oh yeah. This is, it's that uh, is an experienced rock Rock Creek runner. He has a podcast. I'm actually, that is an experienced runner from DC. He is from, I think he's from out East. Yeah, I think you know him. No, oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rock Creek. I was thinking it might be Rock Creek Park in Washington uh, okay. DC. Might be. It might be. Yeah. So it's so to piggyback off from that. Um, yes, DC. Nicely done. Yeah. Shit, I lived man. in DC. Okay. How so was that? It was awesome. Really? I love DC. Yeah. I had a house there for two years, and w- w- my wife and I are both from Ohio, so we moved back for family. But okay. DC was awesome. That's great. Like, I will tell you, you might be the first person I've ever heard say that. Like most people, like fuck that. The traffic sucked. The housing was out. Like the housing prices were, you know, sky high. Oh yeah, that thing. That's <laughs> like, no, all, no, that's all true, true things. Yeah, great. that stuff sucks. But <laughs> <laughs> I bought I bought a house, you know, like right next to the metro, so I didn't have to drive. Yeah. Okay. In an up and coming neighborhood, so I could afford it, and voila! All yeah. of a sudden, DC was way better. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I have money to eat. Yeah. Um, no, but on that note of that, it, I'm telling God, good God, I, I will even take it one step further. I know that I've. It's funny because I've thought about this. You should also be careful on how you ask questions to the runner. Yes. Right? Like, yes. I don't know if that's on the list or not, it but is. like, um, don't ask. So, how's everything, Phil? It literally says, "Oh, I gotta find that one because it what says." What do you mean? How does everything feel? I'm <laughs> fucking eighty miles in this run. It feels like shit. What the fuck? Like, literally, number six. Don't ask the reeler. Don't ask the runner. How are you feeling? Yeah. Like that. It's not ask some certain questions. It's just don't ask him that yeah, one. Don't ask him yeah, that. Yeah. Because I can tell you right now, they feel like shit. No, or no. they're freaks. Like, yeah, I did the Margie Gessick this year, which okay. is a hundred mile race in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan, oh. and it um, it's a mountain bike race, but it it's considered to be the hardest one day race in America. Wow! And twelve thousand feet of climbing, but it's pretty technical so it's not like when you are going downhill you're not just like gliding downhill you're like creeping your way through rocks and Uh. stuff like that and so you start at uh, seven or eight in the morning and then if you finish in 12 hours you get the belt buckle of course i was not in belt buckle level shape because i was building a brewery (laughs) and uh so then uh, With beer dis delicious you uh, the the light went down the light the sun went down and I just got the chills, yeah. and I th- I had been feeling pretty good up until that point. I'd done a good job of pacing myself and not going out too hard, and my body just started shutting down, and I was in the dark. And how's how is riding cry. in the dark? I can imagine like because I mean when we're running in the dark, we're not running all that fast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and this is riding. First I mean, you've never been on this trail, and they're tell like you. T- Everyone tells it like it starts, the race starts, and you're like, oh, this isn't that hard. What are yeah. they talking about? And like the first 20 miles, totally rideable. Then you get to, the, everyone says the last 15 is the hardest. And I, the sun went down before I got to the last oh. 15. Oh. And I'm riding in the dark on what's the hardest part of the trail. And there's so many times, and like I had no energy left. I had to get off my bike and like walk it down and walk it back up. Oh. So much hike a bike. So <laughs> hike a bike. Okay. So this is important that I relay this message from all runners at Mo to a mountain biker at Mo. 
there is nothing that makes a runner want to kill a mountain biker more than when we are Climbing. trekking up a hill and the mountain bikers come by. It's like, hey, guys, how's the hike going today? <laughs> Listen, motherfucker. <laughs> we're not hiking. We're running. It's just that we're fucking climbing up this hill right now. <laughs> there is nothing. So if you don't mind doing me a solid, it's just pass that on to the rest nice of the It's a nice Sunday month. stroll. Yeah. Like, just do me a favor. You know, like, hey, you guys look like you're taking it easy. Does it? Does it? Because, yeah, I mean, like, you guys get to coast down the hill, fuckers. Like, we got to run and beat our quads up going down this hill. So if you don't mind doing me a solid, just pass that just on. pass yeah, that information. We're not I'll hiking up the hill. We're, pass we're, that on to my peeps. Yeah, yeah. yeah At yeah. the next meeting. Yeah. We'll yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, what and is then, double IPA? Yeah, it's good. Uh, and then I'll just we'll blow through some real quick because I just want to talk. So there's some I wanted. Uh, know the rules and guidelines. Basically, don't do anything to have your rudder get disqualified. That's a good thing to know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you want to hear? So great story. <laughs> Ronda Lozier, right? Okay. Ronnie D. He's running Mo 100 his first year ever, right? And this is back when um, uh, the lady in purple was still alive. And for yep. love of me, I cannot remember her name right now, which is bullshit because she's like an icon for that. I cannot remember her name. Anyways, Chaz Adams and some dumb other buddy of theirs show up at a place where a crew is not supposed to be, right? And the lady in purple rolls up on him like, what are you guys doing? And Chaz just instantly drops, oh, we're waiting on our runner. Just instantly dimes out. Oh, really? Well, who's that? Oh, it's Ronnie Delosier. He should be here any minute now. <laughs> it's like, they're like, uh, you need to go ahead and go. Oh, no, no, that's cool. Like, <laughs> Chaz almost got Ronnie Delosier kicked out of his first oh, 100 attempt. Oh, that would suck. Yeah. So, yeah, know the rules. Know don't the be rules. where you're not supposed to be. Know the rules. Uh, don't don't take anything personally because your runner's going to say some shit that they're... Is that in there? Yeah, it literally, Dude, don't take it personally. That's the last one. That should be highlighted as the Johnny rule. Gosh, that was so great when we saw you. We saw him at the end of third loop at Mo. I had just finished pacing him. We handed him off to the last people, and he starts going, I fucking hate all of you. Why, why are you making me go out and do this again? I don't want to do it again. Like, you have to finish your fourth lap, but I don't want to. Fuck you guys. Like, I'm just done with you. I'm like, what is your problem, John? Everything hurts. So, yeah, we get it. I don't uh, know if you guys out in podcasts like could hear that, but there's lots of noise going on right now. Oh, they can hear the it. The brewers are uh, the brewers are working like this is an active brewery right <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're working and we're just sitting at the bar. We're we're, we're reaping the benefits yeah. of their delicious. I don't know beer. why they aren't over here serving us a beta flash yeah. and uh, <laughs> what describing is, what was, the juicy flavors. This was called Sciota oh, Coast oh, Double yeah. IPA, but yeah. Oh, that's where you checked it in. I did check it in. Yeah. Yeah. Can we do some beta flash? Yeah. That you could tell us about it, Brian. Yeah. So, beta flash. Uh, this one here is a New England IPA. Uh oh. Uh oh. I hate IPAs. Mosaic, Eldorado, and uh, Citra hops. So it's uh, I want to say there was 53 pounds in this batch Shit. here. So, pretty tasty. It's uh, low bitterness, uh, high aroma, high flavor. So nice. Uh, are you Are you nervous? No. Well, New England, <laughs> New England is what he likes. New, New England is like with that weird like realm of IPAs that I like. Yeah, um, it, along with every other one we have. Uh, it it's is, weird. It is odd. Like it's. I'm gonna have to stop saying I don't like IPAs. Anymore. It's all right. You've said it enough already. Like people know. Yeah. It's a lie. 
<laughs> now, what I will notice is like that's not the cloudiest New England I've ever seen in my life. It's not. It's a yeast strain actually dropped out pretty clear on this one. So. Okay. But give it a go. It's got all the flavor. Okay. Hey. <laughs> so now, is that a way? So when? So now, okay. So re-explain to me why is it not super cloudy? Like, is that because of the way you brewed it, or is that it's like the yeast strain that? I mean, it has oats and does have wheat, but um, it's the yeast strain that dropped out pretty clear on this one. Okay. Um, it's not. Some of them, if you went a little bit earlier, you actually, if you get one that's like true, like really, really cloudy, you're yeah. actually drinking a lot of yeast because it's still in suspension. So uh, something like that. New England, it's like everyone associates cloudy with it, but it's yeah. more of the flavor, the huh. bitterness, and how the hops are added during the... Fr- uh, I'm learning so much shit, so. Right. Well, so <laughs> it, it's kind of a broad... Uh, it's starting to become now a broad style. It started off with Heady Topper, which is actually not that hazy of a beer. They're like the true, like, first New England really? IPA guys. It's actually pretty close to the way that, that looks right there. Okay. And... Um, yeah, then the process kind of aids to the cloudiness, uh, the way the hops are added, and then uh, the yeast as well. So okay. I think next round I might swap out the yeast to get a little more haze to it because that's kind of what people are expecting right, right. about New England. But it's it's about all when the hops are added, everything. Normal hop additions are done during the boil, so you get the bitterness and then you get the flavor and aroma. This is no hops added during the boil. Everything is at flame out when it's below 180 degrees. Okay, So it's just tons of hops. Uh, at at the very very end as it's cooling down and what that does is gives you that flavor and aroma but low bitterness right and that, See? that's what a New England IPA and that's is, why so. and that's why I like New England's because they put it in at after the yeah and then it gets this one's double dry hop so it gets a dry hop during fermentation and one you know at the end of fermentation so uh, that's where you get that big flavor and aroma but not the bitterness so so it, it, like you had mentioned like. People have that perception of New England's being super hazy or like that. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with the haze, and there's nothing really wrong with the clear. It's just a, a visual thing. It's just like on a, you know, you expect like a really light lager should be crystal clear. Yeah. You know, just it's. Well, now I feel like an asshole for that one brewery in Port Charlotte because I got a New England and I was like, I, I can see through it. Well, so I, I, feel like <laughs> it, it, I mean, it's, it's a it's a broad style, you know. There's yeah, yeah. IPAs that are crystal clear, and yeah. there's yeah. IPAs that are a little bit that makes that makes so sense. I just yeah. never. I feel like so. I feel like in just Central Ohio, I could be way way wrong, but I feel like in Central Ohio, uh, more than likely, or there's a solid chance that a lot of people's first exposure to a New England IPA very well could have come from Brewdog and and Hazy Jane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably. Hazy Jane isn't really that hazy of a beer. See, and that's, so that's, like, that's weird because. I have had Hazy Jane where I'm like, holy shit, I can't see through this. Then but then I've had it again clear. where I'm yeah. like, the fuck is We literally thing? just talked about this like yeah. two weeks ago. That, that's why it's just super interesting. It yeah. comes up again. Like I've had Hazy Jane because like, at the CBJ game, right, at Blue Jackets game, where I'm like, holy shit, you yeah, can't this see one, through this. This one was about a week ago. It was a lot hazier and a lot yeah. of that dropped out. But um, yeah, you still get the flavor on this one. It's you know it's good for a good month with a big boost of aroma and flavor. You yeah, get, so this is good. What are we so. coming in at ABV on this uh, one? That one's seven. Okay, so we've we've hopped down a small, <laughs> a small notch <laughs> from the eight that we were just doing on the the double. Yeah, the cool thing too, all of our uh, beer naming conventions, we decided to. Uh, our branding and who we are is all kind of based on being outside like beer plus outside equals Noctera. So we all come from some kind of outdoor adventure background, James, you know, doing mountain biking and running. Uh, I was a whitewater raft guy in West Virginia, myself and my wife for eight, nine years. Um, then, uh, I know I'm into mountain biking and, uh, rock climbing. So that's all kind of, you know, tied into the names. Bruce was into backpacking, camping and skydiving, those kinds of things. So like all the beers, are all somewhat related to an outdoor name. Yeah. So like uh, Beta Flash, that's actually a climbing term. So when you uh, 
get like the beta, the lowdown on how to do the route. And when you flash it, it's like doing it in one shot. Oh, uh, so okay. It's, it's all flash. it's all kind of like tied in. A lot of the names that you'll see coming out down the road are all, you know, like tree well. It's you know when you're skiing, it's yeah. you know part of the train around the trees and stuff. So I um my my vast white water experience <laughs> is 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 one trip down a uh in a in a big huge not a canoe like a raft right yeah. like like six person raft um down a river that's like in West Virginia really it's probably cl- the new river the what the new river that's a really fucked up word the Golly River nah <laughs> I don't know but that was like my one experience like they're like like all right, but they had talked about like the the dead spot behind the rocks. Mm-hmm. What's that the called? Eddie. The Eddie? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yep. They're like, well, well, watch out for the Eddie. We got like, some that are like, <laughs> be named like that, Eddie? that are whitewater kind of. Yeah, names. Nice. yeah, yeah. There's all kinds of really cool like whitewater kayak tricks, like Space Monkey and all kinds of stuff like that. Oh, uh, huh. Cool. Yeah. Donkey flip sounds like donkey punch, but <laughs> <laughs> it's like one, but different. <laughs> but different. Yeah. But in a, a kayak. Yeah. <laughs> but in a beer kind of way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, this oh. one's good. This one has that. This is nice. That's good. Yeah, it's. That's really good. Not too overwhelming. I mean, it's. I mean, the the double that we had, right? This Scioto Coast, not bitter whatsoever, but. This is even smoother. Oh yeah. I mean it's like well, you just get that, that citra. You get that yeah. citra taste for sure. Oh, like a, on that. Am I just crazy for thinking it's a little sweet almost? No? Mm. Maybe? Yeah. It's juicy. It is juice. Juicy is a good word for it. That's okay, so maybe the word not sweet, uh, maybe I want the word juicy. Yeah. Again, going back to when I <laughs> see stuff on Untapped, I'm like, oh fuck it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's <Juicy>. good. <laughs> like uh, they just need to have a like a button. Good. good. Well, they I do. Can, they have the little slider to tell yeah, you to, to rate the beer. Yeah. I remember finding beers where I'm like, two. And I go back and try. I'm like, what the fuck? I must have been really drunk when I rated that. <laughs> yeah. so you have to slide it no. back down. You're like, it's a five. Yeah. <laughs> I've only a, ever given out one five. You didn't yeah, give which one? beer? Um, I gave a five. You didn't give a five to the toast? Uh, to the one from Oklahoma? Yeah. I could actually go back and give that a five, I think. That would be a five. No, T- touching, touching cloth from touching Studio cloth. Cloud Brewing. It's a coconut mm. porter. Ooh, that sounds good. And it, it was like 12.5% or something like that, too. So my wife fell in love with it. We bought like, I think we bought like three or four four packs of it. And it was like $18 a four pack or some, <laughs> some shit like that. But we're driving down to Texas. And you're like, oh, this is so worth the second mortgage. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, no. We sold our house so we could afford it. (laughs) The one I gave a, uh, the one I gave a five to though recently was um, Studio Thirty Five. Right? They do that. uh, Do that. They do do the uh, the beer tasting uh, along with the movie. At the movie theater, yeah. Yeah. So we were over there um, for Dudathon. We were there for Dudathon, and they. CBC was the brewery that night, and they brewed a beer called Donnie's Element, and it was a uh, Russian Imperial that had a little bit of a uh, bourbon-aged flavor to it, Russian Imperial bourbon a- uh, uh, barrel-aged, and then it had just a little bit of a taste of a um, white Russian. Mm. And, man, when I, had it at, when I had it at Studio 35, I'm like, sweet Jesus, like, this might be – this is thing is unbelievable. Um, it is funny because I am fully on board. We talked about this last podcast or before 
I'm fully on. I'm fully still believing that when I went out and I asked for a growler of it, oh, two, almost two positive. Episodes. They gave me the wrong beer. Well, because we had it, we had it on the show, and then he's like, "This isn't what it tasted like." No, and I'm like, it was, I, "You I'm, sure?" And then his wife's like, "You did drink a lot that night." Like I'm almost positive. Yeah, like I'm almost positive they gave me milk. Uh, they gave me milk. The milk stout. The milk stout. Oh, the yeah. CBC does. I'm almost positive they gave me that as opposed to Donnie's element. And I could be wait, like because there was one or two drinks drink that night. Yeah. I think I'm right. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> of course so, you're right. Yeah. You're yeah. always right. But this, right. this New England's delicious. This is a good one. Guys, February 2nd. Noctera Brewing Company. You should you should be there. What's the, is there a story behind the name? Yes. They've been saying it. No, yeah. No, it's uh, the Bruce and Brian, when they started brewing, they were young dads. And so in order to fit in their brewing, they waited till after the kids went to bed. And so they were brewing at night. So it's knocked for night, nocturnal. Yeah. And uh, all the outdoorsy stuff, it's right. Terra for earth. Right. And so Noctera, night earth. I like it. And then like the moth logo that we have, yeah. we love the moth. That's, uh, that's basically like a cool creature of the night yeah. kind of thing. And if yeah. you look into the logo, you see like stars and moons and yeah. uh, you see hop. It's deep. It's on the wall. We'll you to... see hop, uh, hop cones and there's a little heart oh, on that. there. And the antenna are two things of barley. And so there's a lot of like deeper meaning within <laughs> yeah. the pattern of the moth. That's awesome. Who designed that? Uh, that was uh, Bruce's brother, Eric. Nice. So he is a graphic designer. He lives in Japan. And I was going to ask if he does tattoos. I, that yeah. just seems like something like you that. You want that <laughs> lower back? <laughs> Can I get a tramp stamp? I think shoulder blade to shoulder blade. I feel like if I get a Noctera tattoo, I should drink for free. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, Ad nauseum every night. That's the thing. That's like, a I thing. feel like if I, get, if I get that tattoo. If I you get it to, tonight. I should be able to drink. And then <laughs> include my Uber ride home for free night. <laughs> like, fuck it. Free beer. <laughs> What's that? You're in Russia? We got you fucking covered. 50% off. Good luck buying a brewery, fucker. That's right. <laughs> I think the moth tramp stamp would be pretty nice. Oh, that'd be gangster. <laughs> I mean, there's worse spots to get a tattoo, I guess. <laughs> Oh, that's great. That is a really, but when you look at it, that is really cool. When you really start looking at yeah. that, all well, the stuff there's just more is, to it. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Well, no, done. it's uh, butterfly of the night. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> what's the, uh, what's the hours on the second? The hours on the second, it yeah. will be open at noon. Okay. Uh, till midnight. Cool. So mm. it's a full 12 hours. So, you know, if you want to hang out Get there right away. I mean, we'll be happy serving beer. If you want to wait till the first rush is over, come in at like three and yeah. have a beer and hang out. We'll be here all day talking it up and yeah. Make sure you guys are following us on on Facebook and stuff because we'll definitely we'll be here. We'll be here at some point. Uh, lucky Lucky Jin. <laughs> yeah, Lucky Gala. <laughs> we'll, I mean, we'll have all hands on deck so you can see all the famous people. You can see yeah. Bruce and Brian and James. You guys and got Lori your bar staff Kate, all lined up and everything. Dustin and, and oh. Yeah, Got we it, have a keeping it family or uh, we well we have a taproom manager Dustin Cordray that um, he's been helping us build the brewery and you know his life will change dramatically on February second and then uh, we have a taproom assistant Evan and we love Evan he is a genetics major at holy um, shit at Ohio Wesleyan, and he basically reached out to us, and he was like, hey, I'm about to graduate. 
I have this biology degree, I, but I don't want to go to grad school. I want to learn about beer. He's oh, like, man, nice. what a cool dude. Like, so he'll be helping tend the bar, but he's also going to help us in the lab and testing the beer and yeah. stuff like that. And we huh. just, we're excited to have someone who's so excited about like the science-y, geeky yeah. aspects. Well, you don't realize like how much science is involved in all of this stuff, especially when you get into like the sour stuff with the bacteria and all that stuff of like how it can go wrong so quickly. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's crazy. It's so critical that, you know, you get things at the exact right temperature even just because that's like determines like how much residual sugars you have, which determines whether you have a dry beer or a sweet beer and which yeah. side of, of esters you get. You yeah, know? yeah. And so like every single aspect of that process is important. I mean, I can't do any of it. But, <laughs> <laughs> but you could talk about it. But luckily, I hang out with two guys who know how to do that. <laughs> That is super That's cool. all that matters. Yeah. So I say we just wrap up the pacing conversation. Yeah. Yeah. What would you say if we needed like like a one liner of like how to be a good pacer? How to be a good pacer. I would say be be informed and be attentive to your to your runner. Be attentive. Um be informed so you you need to know what your runner kind of goes through on a normal run right it's it, it's funny so Chaz and I you know we ran down at Grace Seal right yeah. he's already busted my balls because for whatever reason the two significant runs that he and I have done together I have completely shit to bed at one point where I just bonked yeah so naturally Chaz Saturday talking fucking shit talking about Argh. well he was wearing 15 layers of clothes again wasn't he you know what? I'm proud of the little fella. He actually showed up and he had like reasonable amount of clothes okay. on. Okay. So, but um, <laughs> no. We, but we was, ran Poe a few weeks ago and it was like low 30s or mid 30s. Like I think it's like 34. <clears throat> and he was wearing like shorts with pants on top of it, a short sleeve shirt, a long sleeve shirt, a pullover, and like a jacket. I mean, it, and then I, like every like two miles, he was taking off another piece of clothing and like, putting it in his bag. <laughs> like, what are you doing? <laughs> Yeah, so I think being attentive is important because, like, even like even the, the couple of runs he and I have done together, like he already knows, like, all right, like, dummy's prone to bonking if he doesn't eat every now and then, you know. So like, you got to be attentive. You got to know what your runner kind of what is normal, what is abnormal for your runner. Yeah. Uh, so being attentive, and oh, you know what? Actually, honesty. Yeah. Don't lie to your runner. Don't lie to your runner. Even if you're lying because you think it's a help motivate him, make him move faster. Don't be like, "Oh, you're behind cutoff." Don't do that. Like, yeah. That's, oh, that's a dick move. That's such a, one. That's a dick move. <laughs> Two, they're not going to believe you when you are when they are behind you know cutoff. Yeah. Like, be honest. Yeah. Uh, that that's 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 the big thing. Be attentive. Be honest. Um, be informed. Yeah. I think one of the big things that I've had in any time that people have helped pace me, like you help pace me, and then Doctor Mike helped pace me, is not telling me I look like shit telling my crew i look like shit so like they could take care of the situation yeah. of almost like you don't bring me down yeah with mm-hmm. the situation you tell the other person like hey he's not looking good the next time we see him we need to sit down we need to eat yeah we're telling him he looks great though everything's going well but he's really not hey oh nothing to see here <laughs> <laughs> so we're pushing the opening date back to the night <laughs> uh but yeah so that is actually a really good one. Yeah. Well, and that is a fine art. Like, that is a fine art of, like, 
the runner will kind of like slowly shuffle off down the trail and the pacer's back with like the crew like yeah yo <laughs> yeah he's fucked yeah like, this, is a, this is not good like be ready <laughs> you know like be ready the next aid station well it's like when you were texting kayla during the 50 mile or yeah. whatever it's like hey this is like we need a chair yeah he's, he's feeling he's feeling all kinds of bad for himself yeah, he needs to sit down yeah, so that is a good one, actually. We'll, we'll post this uh, article on the show notes um, so you can read through all of them. We obviously didn't want to go through all of them because we're drinking delicious beer at Noctera Brewing Co. And in yeah. historic downtown Powell, Ohio. Historic downtown. <laughs> historic downtown. <laughs> How many times have you said that? That's why it just like rolls off it the is, tongue. It is, kind of, it, is, it is technically historic downtown Powell. It is. Yeah. And it's yeah, this we're, location, we're not guys. strip mall, pal. Yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> what, you mean this is not an antique shop? Yeah. <laughs> um, the their location, guys and gals, is is awesome. Where it's set up, it's there, off the beaten path. Yeah, it's it's off of the little, a little bit off of um, what's that? Volantangi Street. Yeah, or yeah. about one block off of Volantangi Street yeah. or seven fifty. Right, right along the train tracks. They've got a nice little outdoor area that's going to be wonderful in the spring and yeah. summer. Oh, yeah. Like spring, summer, fall. That's going to be. That's where you're going to want to be. If you think it's cool on February 2nd, wait till like April 2nd, yeah. May 2nd. Well, who knows? Up. It's Ohio. So, it could be 75 degrees next right so Saturday. It, when you're coming here Saturday, if you're coming 750 westbound. How about this? Just have your Uber I, driver drop you off. Yeah. If you're coming 750 <laughs> westbound, here's what's nice. If you're westbound 750, it's an easy right-hand turn. Yeah, you see the railroad tracks, you turn quick. Yeah, you're going right up a depot. Depot, Depot Street, Street right? Yeah. You're heading right up Depot Street. If you're um, eastbound on 750, like you're coming from Sawmill, you go by Depot, just one block. It's the next road to your left. Go until it dead ends. Next road to your left, and it's right there in front of your face. Yeah. So it's easy to get to. It's off to be back. And the nice thing about it being kind of tucked back like this is you don't have to fight with the downtown parking. No. Right. I mean, it, it, even that little block, block and a half that's kind of tucked back away, yeah. you're, not, you're not fussing with like... I mean, what I like about the space is that it's like the building is over 100 years old. Yeah. It yeah. used to be like a train depot way back in the day. In 2014, it, there was a fire here, and so the, building, the business shut down, and a lot of it had to be rebuilt. And what we've tried to do is maintain some of the historic touches yeah. of the building right. while also like giving it new life. You yeah. know? I'm, I was digging the cross beams. Like, yeah, for cool. sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and just like, you know, like we embrace like the antique furniture, like yep. the French school chairs, because it's, you yeah, know, those it's chairs like, are sweet. It, it, it gives it like that, like, you know, older lived in feel. Yeah. Kid friendly. <laughs> Kid friendly. Yeah. They got a chalkboard for the kids to pet friendly. Uh, we're going to try that out. Yeah. Okay. Start it. We'll do a little dog friendly action. Kalo come. Kalo come. <laughs> got a nine pound little doggy. That sits sits on a carrier like a kangaroo. It's pretty <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> hey, you've got kids. I got a dog. Chill. <laughs> I leave my kids at home. <laughs> Here's a loaf of bread and water. Figure it out. <laughs> Bowl of Cheerios. Yeah, yeah the wells will definitely be. Uh, yeah, this will yeah. be their spot for sure. Um, but yeah, I think that's that's all we have here. So we'll go through the rundown. You can find us on social media at Run Beer MPS on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can visit us online at runningbeermbs dot com slash ep zero five four for episode fifty four. Oh. Did I say episode fifty four? I think it's fifty four. That's it. Plug plug your guys stuff. Where can they find yeah, you guys? I mean, at? We have we're uh, noctarabrewing dot com. 
Uh, if you really want to learn a lot about it, we've really tried to up our social media game so you can find so many fun little factoids at Facebook and Instagram. And, uh, you know, we're going to try and keep that going. Yeah. Uh, just the different stories of the beer. And it's a great place to keep in touch with what's happening here. Right. So we'll have all of their links in the show notes as well so you can guys can find them. Everything, again, February 2nd, you're going to want to be here. 12 to 12 what we said yeah yep. 12 to 12 simple Easy. enough 12 to 12 on 2-2 come on now guys if you can't remember that stop listening to the podcast <laughs> well don't do that let's not get crazy yeah, wait, wait, let's not get too crazy with it um make sure you subscribe to the podcast if you have not leave us a review on uh on apple Podcasts and leave us a recommendation on facebook that still gets me every time um and then you can visit our website for episode links and stuff like that. We do have a tip jar. We are 100% listener supported. Hey, hands off the bar, buddy. Dude, I, so <laughs> it's, it's just great. So, like, I, I am still enamored with the bar. It's no, awesome. Hey, like the worm, no, no gentle caress. Yeah. Well, there is a nub. There is a nub down here I just discovered. Like, oh, sweet Jesus. Like, I just there caress the nub. Like, I feel like that nub is going to get, like. Just, it'll be, like, slightly polished. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> Just, like, so it just bit yeah, like right this. Now. It'll just get smooth. The nub I gets smaller just name every Johnny's year. nub. <laughs> <laughs> so when you guys are here on the second, look for Johnny's nub. Yeah. See if you can find Johnny's That's nub. That's a good luck place to sit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't do anything dirty to it. 100% listener supported. We got a tip jar if you want to drop us some bones or we also have some merchandise. Uh, t-shirts and hats are selling pretty nicely, so we appreciate you guys' support. If you do get something, uh, make sure you share it on social media. Use the hashtag RunBeerMBS so we know we've got it. I think that's everything. Wait, one more beer. Ooh. Ooh. Sour? Yeah, it's this one. It's this beer here. It's a blackberry raspberry uh, Ooh. kettle sour, and then it's actually going to have a hibiscus on it as well. So this beer here, we just added the fruit to it like two seconds ago. So Nice. It's a, it'll re-ferment just a little bit more, and you'll taste all the sweetness, but it's good. So when it so. re-ferments, will it increase the ABV then or no? Uh, yeah, the AV, ABV yeah. will jump up a little bit, probably about a point. So that one will be that is. Delicious. Five and a half percent, and then it'll be a little more sour than that too. That's delicious. Man, good thing we did sour beer hook now. (laughs) (laughs) I don't like IPAs and I don't like sours. Good thing. Good thing we didn't finish up the show quickly enough. (laughs) Yeah, no kidding. Oh. Uh, Mango passion fruit. Yeah, that's coming. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna shut this down so we can just drink and talk. But it's good. We said it'll be more sour once it finishes, but that's. That flavor is definitely yeah. there. That's delicious. That's good. That's everything I have. Thank you so much for having us. Uh, oh, yeah, we really, really fun. appreciate it. John, anything else? I got nothing. You guys have a wonderful week. Peace.